What's up, friends? So I have to tell you, the Monday after Thanksgiving, I rolled into work. I had taken four days off, so I'd really detached from my phone, my email, but I get into work and my phone's going crazy. My email inbox is full. I've got so many messages from clients and friends just inquiring about how to manage post-Thanksgiving fluff. <laughs> so in other words, like this feeling we feel when we feel like our body's changing, pants are fitting tighter, um, we may have gained some weight, you know you've let loose and you were happy in the moment, but now you're like, ugh, I feel holiday season is in full force here in america and triggers are up like we've got food everywhere we've got family like all over the place and that can be really fun for some and really triggering for others and then we have some like cultural stuff going on one of my clients texted me the other day that she was in the grocery store and she had a big mug that said calories don't count over the holidays and you know it's just stuff like that where it's this like mixed message where food is everywhere yet there's a hyper focus on how many calories are in all the foods that are everywhere it's just really this mixed message that i think leaves us feeling confused and on a personal note i mean i remember being in a space where this really put a damper on how i enjoyed the holidays and it took away from the time i was with family it was like i would be with them in the moment and enjoying the foods and the drinks and then as soon as they were gone I had this overwhelming shadow of guilt and body like ickiness that it really messed me up so that when I was with them again my mind wasn't present I was actually just stuck in my head hating on my body and that's just no fun for anyone for you for your family for those around you and I think that we can do things differently and so when it comes to food and exercise in the season it can be super tricky and I wanted to give you guys what I could to support you and serve you this season so that we can really not just survive the holidays, but thrive, build memories and be in the moment and find joy where we can. Because as if food and exercise doesn't throw us enough, I mean, this really can be a challenging time for a lot who've experienced loss or are going through hard times. This season can be one that those feelings feel amplified. And so at least the least we can do is take the stress about food and exercise off of our figurative plate this holiday season. So guys, I do believe this can be the year that you don't engage in disordered eating behaviors. I think this can be the year that you enjoy food. This can be the year that perhaps we have a better balance between finding holiday joy and managing our health. I do think this can be the year and I wanted to give you guys as much as I could. So I will be dropping this three-part mini-series for you all this week. So it's all happening this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, with some quick tactical tips on how to not just survive the holidays, but actually enjoy them. Before we dive in, here is the review of the day from listener B. Cootie. Inspiring, life-changing. Jess has helped me so much this past year simply by tuning into her podcast. I feel like every episode keeps getting better. She is relatable, kind, funny, and when I tune into each one, I learn more. Thank you so much, girl, for tuning in. I have to tell you, you have sent me a few messages, and I'm so thrilled to hear that this podcast has impacted you in such a positive way. Hearing stories like yours, they fuel my fire, and your words, girl, mean more to me than you know. So friends out there who are enjoying the show, the best way you can thank me is to please leave a review. Head on over to iTunes, click subscribe, and leave me a little message. Let me know what you think of the show. It means the world to me. And thank you to all of you who have taken the time to do so. Guys, a couple more things before we dive in. I am doing a health and happiness advent calendar on Instagram. I'm having so much fun with this. So if you aren't connected with me on social media, be sure to connect with me at JessBrownRD on Instagram and Fuel Her Awesome on Facebook. Guys, every day this month in December until Christmas, I will be dropping a fun research-based fact or tip on how to build health and happiness this holiday season. And last but definitely not least, based on popular demand, guys, I've decided to actually extend the biggest sale of the year. 
I was running the sale just for the week after Thanksgiving, but so many of you messaged me saying you missed it that I decided to add one more week this year. So head on over to JessBrownRD.com, click on courses. Guys, enter I am awesome at checkout to get $75 off. That's $75 off your one-time investment. Ladies, my Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations course is something that I believe very, very much in. It is the heart of what I do, and it's helping you lay a food foundation to be a critical thinker, to be an empowered eater so that you're not easily swayed by all of these random nutrition tips that come in, like the fast diets and the promises of weight loss. Like This is how you make peace with food and get comfortable living in your body no matter what season of life you are in. All right, without further ado, let's get this series started. I am so excited for this one. Today's topic is the number one way to handle holiday weight gain. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital RD. Get it for registered dietitian. <laughs> I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it. Girls, the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources, JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. All right, friends, today we're kicking off this holiday health survival guide by talking about like probably one of the most difficult things that people struggle with when it comes to their health over the holiday season. And that's how do we handle this holiday weight gain? Most people experience holiday weight gain. I mean, there's estimates that anywhere from 30 to 75% of people will experience weight gain over the holiday season. So what are we supposed to do with that? And as I shared earlier, I had so many people message me after Thanksgiving saying they were experiencing that. I'm feeling it. I want you to know that if you're feeling it, you are not alone. There are so many of us out there in the same boat. So I want to share with you all, a couple weeks ago, my family and I took a road trip for Thanksgiving. My immediate family and I were going to meet my growing up family, and we were all staying in a house together. Super fun. It's funny when I explain that to other people, I I get mixed reactions. Sometimes people are like, staying in a house with your whole family? That sounds awful. (laughs) But I actually do like my family. I mean, of course, we have our normal brother and sister tiffs, but you know, overall, we really get along. So I was really looking forward to it, but building up to this trip was a bit stressful. I mean, it was chaotic. It was packed. I had to get about 957 things done before I could even start thinking about the trip. So Monday and Tuesday leading up to that Wednesday leaving were jam-packed days. I mean, it was laundry at 9 p.m., waking up super early to pack and clean at 5 a.m. I always want to pack early in the morning before my kids wake up or late at night because 
I don't know if you've ever tried to pack with a five-year-old, but it is not easy, especially if your five-year-old is the opinionated one of the house. I end up spending more time trying to explain why he can't wear shorts in the middle of winter, why he needs five pairs of underwear instead of just one. I mean, all those things that just like, ah, it's really hard. So I try to do it while they're asleep. I mean, it's just crazy. So by Wednesday morning, my husband and I were running sprints between the house and the car, trying to get everything ready while also trying to not let the dog sneak out, making sure the boys don't get into anything while we're loading. <laughs> it's just madness. By the time we finally got on the road and out of the house by 8 a.m., which by the way, I was so freaking proud of myself that we got out by 8, <laughs> I had taken care of it all. I was like, whew, I did it. We are here. Finally relax. And then all of a sudden I hear my stomach grumble and I'm like, ugh. I fed the kids, I had my coffee, I packed snack bags for the boys, but I didn't take care of any food for me and my husband, and I was already hungry. We hadn't even made it to the freeway, and I was already hearing my stomach grumble. Honestly, to make matters worse, I then had this image flash in my head from um, a fellow Instagram friend who had recently posted a picture of her road trip and she had meal prepped and she had made this beautiful sweet potato and chicken and vegetable road trip meal prep and on there she had quoted if you fail to plan you plan to fail and I immediately felt these feelings of like shame Jess you're a dietitian you should know better like you plan to fail here <laughs> guys I had two options here I could number one, sit in this guilt that I felt in comparing myself to someone else's picture or image on social media, or I could use some of Brene Brown's shame resiliency skills and contextualize this one. The Instagram girl who I saw post this has a much different life than I do. It's not fair for me to compare my journey to hers. Her road trip likely doesn't involve the same things or the same obstacles that Mine involves, our goals probably aren't the same. I don't know if we have, I don't even know what her values are. Like how am I even comparing myself to her? And furthermore, it is in no way fair for me to compare my five hour morning hustle with her one photo. And you know what? Good for her for finding the time to prioritize her needs and taking care of herself. That's amazing. She should be applauded for that. But that doesn't take away from me and my journey. And it isn't at all fair for me to sit in that comparison space. So blessed that and released it and came back to my own hunger issue and decided what to do there. <laughs> now, this particular stretch of road that we were traveling on does not have a lot of food options. I mean, there is one Starbucks between where we leave our city and where we were going. And so I knew I had hours and very few options to choose from. So naturally we chose McDonald's because I have two boys and by going to McDonald's, I one, make them so stinking happy and they get a little toy in their Happy Meal, which they are preoccupied then with for at least an hour and husband and I get uninterrupted talk time. It's fabulous. So I had McDonald's and I'm gonna be honest, like when I have McDonald's, I don't feel great. It's not my first choice, but you know, it gets the job done. And this was going into Thanksgiving weekend, which with my family is like days on end of delicious food. My mom is a supreme cook. I always tell her she enabled me to not be an excellent cook because she was so amazing that like when I go over and she's cooking, I just don't get involved because she just does her thing and I don't want to mess it up. She spoiled me right. <laughs> she really is just incredible. I mean, we had the most exquisite Thanksgiving meal. We have this delicious pozole that she makes. It's my absolute favorite with something called poo butter, which is literally honey in butter softened on tortillas. She makes something called pumpkin pie to go, which is cookies and a cream cheese pumpkin dip that you eat. It's cookies. It's a dessert, but you eat it like chips and dip. <laughs> it's just crazy good. So anyways, 
here I am eating McDonald's, not feeling so great, kicking off this weekend and four days of a feast by eating something like McDonald's. And guys, what does this have to do with holiday weight gain? This is the holidays. Like this experience to me is the holidays in a nutshell where it's chaos coordination and we're trying to manage so many different things while staying focused on family. And food is either like the number one focus, like it is at Thanksgiving. And when I was with my family, there was so much deliciousness or it's an afterthought and we forget and we're picking up McDonald's on the way. I know most of y'all can probably relate to this with schedules being all over the place and food being at parties and not getting to eat when you're at home and you normally would. And so you're eating on the go instead, making choices you probably wouldn't make normally. And then you're being set up in front of yummy food that is also not something you would normally eat. And chances are we're probably eating more of it. It's no wonder that many of us feel our pants are tighter this time of year. So how do we handle this? How are we supposed to manage this post-fun food feeling that we get where in the moment we have are proud of ourselves, you know, we've done a good job, we've let go of this good or bad food list, we've been in the moment, but then we wake up the next day and we just don't feel as good. What are we supposed to do with that? So before I dive in, I want to give a little disclaimer here, guys. This podcast is not intended to be medical advice and it's for general educational purposes only. So as you're listening through that, please consider that if you have a medical situation, you're going to need to review any of this information with your direct provider who knows your entire story. So from a general educational perspective, what I know to work for my clients and what I see to be imperative to them in this moment when they wake up the next day or Monday morning turns around and they've had a whole weekend of fun, we get really, really tempted to go back to that restrictive mentality like, oh shoot, now I have to pay for all the fun that I had over this weekend. Guys, I want to invite you to this one thing, the one thing that we can do to manage this. Lean into your values. This is where values-based empowered eating is the most important. If I look back at my Wednesday morning through the lens of what I want my body to look like and I reduce myself to my aesthetics, I did it all wrong. I didn't work out. I skipped my workout. (laughs) I didn't meal prep and I ate at McDonald's. Like I did everything wrong. But if I look back at that same morning through the lens of my values, I was a freaking rock star. I served my family. I chose a restaurant that brings joy to my kids, creates memories for them, and allows time for my husband. And I had to actually chat because the kids were preoccupied with that toy. When I look at it this way, how can I say that I failed? Sure, McDonald's may not have been the healthiest food choice for me that energizes me in that moment, but what I did was the best I could do with what I had in that moment, and I can lean into trusting my body to handle what I'm sure most would call unhealthy food decisions. Leaning into our values means that we let go of this urgency to control our body. We trust Some of the science and the biology of our body, I mean, for instance, if you think about your metabolism, what science tells us is that it can increase 10 to 30% anytime you eat beyond what you normally eat. So yes, while you're feeling puffy or bloated, the reality is your body is likely just working extra with the extra food that you have given it. And at the same time, if you have eaten beyond what your body needs and your body weight does fluctuate, even so, friend... Why do we give this so much power? In the big picture, when we look back at our holidays, what do you want to remember? What sort of memories do you want to be that you revisit? I mean, do you want to be so focused on your body weight that you're not partaking in the activities, you're not having hot cocoa with your kids? Is this truly in alignment with the legacy you want to build around the holidays? 
Now, I understand when our body changes, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. But there is so much power and lesson in learning to sit in this fluctuation. There's so much value in it. Because what it is, is it's time and opportunity for us to learn to trust that we are worth more than our weight. We are worth more than our pant size. We can be loved and love others regardless of what we look like. Friends, you are worth so much more than your body. You are allowed to enjoy this holiday season. And if your weight fluctuates, your worth doesn't fluctuate with it. You will find more peace and joy if you lean into those values. Have a little faith in yourself and your body. You will get back to a normal schedule. You will find time to work out. You will get on a more structured eating pattern in a few weeks. You'll have the opportunity to refocus on intentional eating if you so want to. No one is observing you with the same level of scrutiny and judgment that you are observing and criticizing yourself. And it is okay if for this period of the year, your main focus isn't food. So how can we handle holiday weight gain? As opposed to this urgency to fix it and correct it, my invitation to you girls today is, can you lean into your values and shift focus? Can you look at how you can serve others more? Can you go out in nature and explore being outside? Can you grow in your faith? Can you build family traditions? How can you shift focus from your appearance, your aesthetics, to living within your values? Can you trust the fact that your spouse loves you, even if you're a little bit fluffier this season? Can you trust that you can still perform your job, even if your body doesn't look the exact same? Can you lean into the trust in who you are as a human and what you're giving to the world? Because it's so much more than just what you look like. Friends, if you're looking for more support here, I would love to walk with you on your journey. My Food Foundations e-course is really laying that foundation that helps you do exactly what I'm talking about here. Navigate the different seasons of life and lean into your values so that we can just live life to the fullest and not get caught up on this body bullying stuff. Go to the holiday parties, just have some fun, but not worry about what you feel like afterwards. And then, you know, come January, you set some goals and you get back into your healthy self. It really allows food and body to take its proper place in life where there's intentionality and we carry the responsibility of caring for our health, yet at the same time, it doesn't overshadow important areas of our life. So be sure you check out JessBrownRD.com for more of my resources. And if it's body bullying you're struggling with, be sure to grab my ebook, Beat Body Bullying. Guys, I want you to be able to enjoy this weekend, this holiday season. I want you to be able to eat McDonald's, if if so be it, on the road trips without feeling like you're a failure. I want you to enjoy what our culture calls junk food. And just, I want you to be able to stop calling it junk food. Because then it'll stop this domino effect that leads to guilt, which perhaps later leads to binging or restricting and body shaming. Like, all that energy we exert toward food and shaming our body, it's just exhausting. (laughs) We ain't got the bandwidth for it, girls. So if that's you and you're ready for that, Food Foundations will no doubt change your life. Go on, check it out. Don't forget that sale is extended just through this week. All right, ladies, be sure you tune in on Wednesday as we continue this mini-series, Holiday Health Survival Guide. I'm going to be talking about the one thing you can do to go from surviving to thriving this holiday season. Can't wait to see you then. Until then, cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. 
And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, jessbrownrd.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.